Welcome to the Low Key Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Keith, and today we talk about Beyonce's visual musical masterpiece, which is Black is King. Um, we had a lot to unpack this episode, so I hope you guys enjoy. Also, if you like our pod, uh, please feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and also leave us a review on wherever you listen to your favorite podcast at. So, once again, I hope you guys enjoy, and peace. Hey, so um, we're here at the Low Key Podcast today. We we plan on talking about um, Black is King. I kind of came up with the idea of talking about it because I felt like it could be something that Aaron could talk about, you know, for at least 30 minutes to an hour. Um, funny, though, before we started talking about this, he, he was talking about a guy that just lost his penis. I'm not completely sure. What was the penis story again? Uh, I don't know the story. Uh, it hit my feed on Twitter right before we hit record, and the whole thing's supposed to be he lost his penis, and then his arm grew a penis. This looks, it, I'm, I'm, it's convincing makeup if that's what's going on. I've seen that uh, story a lot of places, though. I feel like that is real. I don't know. I have no clue. You know what? Weird. I actually never clicked on it. Like I've seen it pop up so many times, and I've never. I was always like, whatever. This isn't going to become a thing. This is rare enough that I don't have to worry about this. But then, you know, at some point I might lose my penis and that might be the most important story of all. I don't know yeah. what to do with it. I mean, I'm not trying to. <laughs> Let's put it like this. You won't find out from Aaron because he cut his off to find out what science would do. Right. Real talk. But, um, okay. So, so back to, uh, <laughs> Back to the mission at hand. So we were, we all checked out Beyonce's new, what do you call it? Like extended music video. Um, it's a visual album. Visual criminal. album. Similar to Lemonade, you know. Okay, yeah. okay. I honestly have never saw all of Lemonade. This made me want to go back and watch Lemonade. Lemonade is incredible. Because it was like um, giving me like visual orgasms and stuff. And and I was like, hey, I might check out Lemonade here, you know. But um, but overall, it was uh, for me, it was a, it, it was almost like being put into like a dreamscape or something like that, like um, some some type of Pan African fantasy land or something, um, where um Jay Z and um Beyonce are king and queen. Well, at least that's not, they're not king and queen in this particular, you know, version of what they're doing here. Um, I mean, in fact, honestly, I would say trying to break down everything going on in it uh, would take at least a couple of viewings. Uh, but it, it's, you know, it's pretty impressive. I think one thing that's worth um, mentioning before we go too deep, um, I haven't done a lot of research as far as what people have been thinking about this but i put up imdb just kind of get a quick look at some of the people who have worked on it and before i even got started on my research there i noticed that it was given a 5.6 rating and i said well let me click into this and just see what the breakdown is so 57.6 percent of the ratings are tens and 23 percent of the ratings are ones. Whoa. 
Is this from so, IMDb users or is this from critics? This is from IMDb users. Okay. Um, so. It's, so here's the thing. Um, and, and, you know, I was going to find a different way to jump in this, but I guess maybe this is a you know, good time as any. Um, white people are not going to like this. <laughs> not only are they not going to like it, they're not going to get it you know, for the most part. I mean, you got to be like a really willing participant um, to walk in and kind of just open your, your, you know, your third eye. So, 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 well, so explain that further. Like, why do you think white people won't get it? Like, because, because it's kind of like, it made me also think about some of the feels that I got when I first watched Black Panther for the first time, mm-hmm. or even um, a few of the music videos that accompanied the Black Panther album and stuff. Seems like a, a lot of people of different ethnicities liked um, Black Panther. So, what do you think makes this? in particular different yeah but i mean you know superhero stuff is very different uh for a million reasons but um i think the first thing to keep in mind is um generally speaking media you know um journalistic media media that like um is consumed by mainstream consumers for the most part you know and i'll focus on america as i say this um there's a lot of appreciation for Western culture. Um, and in a lot of ways, people draw back and say, oh, look at the history of the Germans or the British or the French, well, you know, whatever. Like, you know, people like to go look at La, La what was it, La Les Miserables or whatever that thing's called. Sure. No. Um, and and all is. kind of, yeah, okay, yeah, let's put it to that, right? Um, all sorts of things that go back into, you know, the Middle Ages and, you know, all sorts of other things. William Shakespeare. Yeah, Latin, Roman stuff, all kind of things. But if you notice, like, they'll, they'll even have a lot of appreciation for, like, different Asian things that, you know, Chinese, uh, Korean, um, Japanese. Um, but not ancient. African. Yeah, African is skipped completely. And oftentimes when African culture is depicted, um, you know, people don't respond well to it. They, you know see it as um not as worthy in one way or another um so honestly i just you know there's that piece of it um the other piece of this is that it is definitely a kick in the teeth to western civilization in the way it's depicted black folks in many different ways and a lot of the things thematically going on if you're even halfway listening are very much about pushing against, you know, those sorts of depictions. And I mean, even the very first song is, you know, she, uh, Beyonce repeats, you know, many times, you're part of something bigger, you're part of something bigger. And just this whole thing of thematically, it's driving home the point that African-Americans don't have a, we don't know our native tongue. That was taken from us a long time ago. And, you know, I think the second or third song is about like, you know, coming back home and all that kind of stuff. These are things that could induce, dare I say, white guilt all over the place in many different ways. And I just I don't think people, you know, in the so-called mainstream audience are going to really embrace the message that's present if they're listening to it thoroughly. And it's one of the reasons you see this huge extremes between 57.6 at 10 and 23 percent at one. Mm-hmm. Like who goes to IMDb to be like, I got to give this a one. <laughs> I mean, really I think to me. 
if I had to guess, I think there's a trolley male sentiment about Beyonce. Like, I think there's a, there's a sentiment of like, I don't like a strong woman who's out here representing herself as a queen. That's annoying to me. Mm-hmm. I, like, I would guess it's more that than racial, but I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, apologizing for white people either. I have no idea what, what the other whites are thinking. Um, for me, I'm a, I am one of the most susceptible to white guilt people I know. I mean, just because, like, I was a history major, like, it was mostly slavery and on. Um, and pretty much any time someone says any accusation of racism, I'm like, if that's not exactly true, it's close to true. Like, I feel like, I feel like white people are generally, if you're not sure, white people are generally in the wrong. And if you're talking about Native Americans, that's true, too. If you're not sure, mm-hmm. the white people are probably wrong. Um, but I don't know. I had a lot of apprehension going into this one. And for me, it was, and I did like a lot of it. And I thought it was beautifully shot. And I thought the second to last song was amazing in particular. And I also thought the song like Jealous Me, I forget what it's called, um, also amazing. The first 15 minutes of it felt to me like a homework assignment. And I felt like the homework assignment was worship Beyonce. Like <laughs> it just, I, I couldn't get past how much it was just focused on like Beyonce, 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 Beyonce is regal. Beyonce is incredible. And it didn't feel like elevating black culture or elevating African culture. And I realized that all of Africa is not one culture. Um, but it felt like it was about her. And that's well, well let, let me let me contextualize a little bit of it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I don't have the lyrics in front of me or nothing, right? But um bigger is so the very first track um is literally a thing of, you know, she keeps saying we're you're part of something bigger, you're part of something bigger. You know, you may feel insignificant, but you know, don't let that get you down, blah, blah, blah. One of the reasons it, 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 there's so many things that are going to be hard to like define for people who have not had this experience, had this like beam down into them. But, you know, when you actually literally don't have a way to know where you came from, yeah, it can feel, uh, and, and, and then on top of that, you're constantly being told that like, you know, things that, are black are not worthy um, or not as good or whatever. And oftentimes those things come from some sort of systemic issue. Um, that is kind of difficult to um, contextualize for somebody who hadn't like had that experience, like why those sorts of messages are really important. I mean, she's central in the imaging early on before you get to the point where you see the boy who we see as a young Simba going into that kind of like den of thieves um, constantly, but it's because what's, what they're trying to do early on is just kind of say, you know, with the first two tracks, so, you know, the you're part of something bigger, letting the song literally being called bigger, and then to find your way back, to find your way back, I don't know if you remember, as they're starting that track, they kind of focus up on the moon, and they kind of recontextualize something that happened in the Lion King, where Mufasa's talking about looking at the stars and all that, and it shows you the entire earth, and it almost kind of like puts the song in a different scale, and then they start taking you out to deserts and all these other places. And it's like, find your way back. Like for black people, find your way back to 
like your roots to your people. Don't like there's no because the thing you got to remember, too, is oftentimes when again, because like we were just talking about the appreciation of Africa and, and its place in history, it's oftentimes depicted as this place that's not worthy and that yeah. is not, you know, like wasn't technologically important. And these people would just, you know, in the in the bushes doing, you know, whatever, like people don't depict the cities and they don't depict the beauty of, of that that place in any kind of way. So a, a lot of this early on is trying to like center and, and make people think again about like, you know, what Africa looks like and what, you know, and, and you know, just to appreciate that the same way you would appreciate another culture. But keeping in mind, like this could be exact. I mean, like all people of, or of African descent come from someplace in Africa, but it's like, you know, you should have an appreciation for, for that place just as much as you would any other culture that you enjoy. And, yeah. and frankly, we don't have that right now, at least as far as art is shown. I think um, it's, the conversation made me think of a conversation I had with a friend of mine, and she was saying how pretty much she doesn't consider herself to be African-American. So it was me, her, a bunch of other, you know, black people we were having this conversation. And she said, and I said, so what do you call yourself? She said she called herself black American. Um, because she, you know, from her, from her logic, and, and I understand where she's coming from. She said, if you were to say to an African that you're African American, they would be like, no, you're not African American because you're not from Africa, right? And so how I've always looked at it, I've always had this mindset of that I'm an African American, even though I didn't, I wasn't born in Africa, but my roots come from Africa. And to me, that gives me a, uh, what would you say, like a, a sense of who I am and a sense of history outside of slavery. So that's, that's what this conversation is making me think of, you know, but at the same time, it's um, how much, I'll see how I can put this into words. Like how much of it is, is, is like true and how much of it is just um, fantasy for us to feel um, better about ourselves and where we're from. You know what I mean? Meaning like if you, you know, everybody is not descendants of kings and queens. Same way as that, no matter if, if you're from any other country, you're not necessarily a descendant of a, a, a king or a queen. So as, um, some of this is things that we're um, making up for ourselves because we are so cut off from our history and so cut off from Africa. And so we create these, um, I guess you could say, um, almost like a fantasy or a Wakanda version of Africa. Well, let, let me let me at least say that you know black is king does address this mm-hmm. um the whole you know at least the way it states it isn't that you're <clears throat> supposed to be royalty but that you know being a king or queen and you know having sort of royalty is actually about you know how you take on responsibility how you don't mm-hmm. run for vulnerability how mm-hmm. you yeah. You know, you, you do the job you don't want to do. You make sacrifices you don't want to make, you know, things like so, that. So you pretty much be a leader, be a man, be a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how Black is King defines it. Okay. That's, okay. That's the part of it I most like. It takes a long time to get there. And I guess what I didn't, 
I guess what bothered me, what I, I went in with like skepticism about Beyonce because I just don't, I feel like there's an over, oh man, I'm going to get in trouble. I feel like there's like an over praising of Beyonce because when Keith said a couple of weeks ago that it seems like the media kind of picks certain people that they're going to prop up and just decide like this person is great. I feel like to me, Beyonce is kind of one of those people. Like I think so, she's very talented. But, but, but I think her fans are like that more so than the media is. Uh, maybe but like i know a fair number of white people who are like beyonce is like is like a goddess and it just feels a little bit like camouflage like but they kind I can't of part be- of the beehive right i guess but sometimes oh man sometimes it feels like people are like propping propping her up or propping other people up to be like i can't be racist because i'm the biggest fan ever of this person Oh well, look, I I can't do nothing about. Well, I said do I I can't and don't know how to contextualize how white people, white people. So it it is weird sometimes. It, look, it's not as bad as like something that you see like on Do the Right Thing, where it's like. <laughs> I was just thinking about. Well, it. I I really love the, you right. know these kind of black people. Like sometimes yeah. that's happening. I can't really speak. I I don't or, really know what to or, do. Or um or OJ Simpson. I'm not black. Well, that's a, well look, I mean, we're, we're way past that. Uh, we're 25 <laughs> years past that. Okay. <laughs> I think that like to be truly, and this isn't about, my opinion here is the least important by far, but I feel like to be truly not racist and to be truly, you know, to be truly respectful, you have to judge everything equally. So if I think like a Beyonce movie, theoretically, if I thought a Beyonce movie was kind of full of shit, I have to say this is kind of full of shit and not just be no, like, 100%. and not just be like, she's a queen. Um, no, but look, does but, anybody but really but, think, but, but by the way, I'm not in any way. Like it's a one. I'm like, it's like a seven or an eight. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's, there's stuff about it that I just want to say I was skeptical about going in because I felt like it was more about her than about the overall experience. And I wanted more of the experience. And when she made it about the overall experience and about other people, and when she used her celebrity to raise other people up, I loved it. Like, I thought that was so, fantastic. Help me think this through, because I, I just, I didn't do a bunch of research ahead of time. And, and you know, I think you and Keith might be able to help me remember some of these. So, you know, they weren't called visual albums at the time. But if like, you know, that's kind of more of a term that's come up recently. But if we're thinking more about like artists who turn their music into films of some sort, like a Purple Rain, like Purple Rain is not like a great movie, right? Like by any means. Um, but if oh, you're no, trying you're to in think, trouble. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> is not a great film. All right, the, the music's but, amazing, but, but like you know it has what? some problematic stuff in it too. Whatever. Like now, with, that. With, with that being said, I do think <laughs> Purple Rain is like one of the best bad movies ever created. Yes, but I sure. also think that Purple Rain to me falls more under a musical than a visual album in a sense. What that, that's I what think I mean. The, I think the album complements the movie and not the other way around. I think yeah. with a visual, it's the album, and then the visual complements the album, from my understanding. It's like uh, a companion well, to the album. I, we need a music expert to really, I think. Okay, so, so remember, um, because before Lemonade, wasn't, didn't um, Kanye West did one for Dark Twisted Fantasy? He only did Runaway. But, I mean, Runaway's fine, but it's not like a... You know. No, he did a whole thing though, right? Like it was like because no. he he did um for for pretty much the whole album. I, I bought that album from from Best Buy. There was no companion anything. No, what? it's 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 something. I don't think it came out with the album per se. 
he came out with like a a visual thing which it was like telling a story about some girl that fell from the sky or something oh and it, yeah. it pretty much yeah, went through like, it like went through the whole happen. album yeah Man, and I, yeah okay yeah, so so I mean, Janelle Monae's done one. Uh, I yeah, know. she did. Yeah, um, there have been some other people. I feel like maybe Taylor Swift or somebody. W- would you say Michael like Michael Jackson did? With the- well, Michael so that's Jackson what I was about to say. Michael did. Jackson is the original, but he didn't do entire albums like that. He he is what everybody attempted to. I mean, like Michael well, Jackson. I mean, Moonwalker. Like that had a lot. I don't know if that was directly tied to Bad, but that had like every big song from bad right yeah it did yeah that's fair that's fair yeah so i mean he did do one like that um i mean but it, it, the way michael jackson did music videos and that's who i was, was going to point to the way he did music videos changed how everyone did them forever yeah um real talk and, yeah yeah i mean like you could even just i mean i still laugh watching um you know do you remember the times and yeah. all kind of stuff i mean like he, he was just a genius at that and the one he did with the the biggest social message of course is you know they don't really care about us um man now, in the mirror too man in the mirror is whew. man in the mirror is pretty good yep yeah it's pretty that's, good i think that's also flawless. but it's interesting because i think actually the one thing we definitely have to acknowledge i mean whether you think it's you know great or not um black black is king i mean um I don't think anybody, any modern artist is touching her ambition when it comes to, you know, um, marrying her music with visuals. Yeah, I'll give her that for sure. I mean, the visuals are astonishing. I mean, like from the cinematography to the use of drones. I mean, like there are shots she's doing that are just ridiculous. And I don't know if they're like some extra CGI shit they're doing, but like even the the, the thing she's doing, she's like in the ocean by herself, yeah. just like floating. I was like, what in the world? Like she she's in, in all the different costuming and, you know, the choreography, just so much of it is, I mean, there's just so much work and, and so much, you know, that, you know, when she has other artists, you know, from Africa doing things too. And I mean, it's just fantastic. And, and to really be able to, to go from, you know, um, the stuff where they're out, you know, um, with the tribes and then to do stuff where you're out, you know, in the street and then to do the more elegant stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's, it's so ambitious and it, and it's really, attempting to show an appreciation from people from all matters of life, you know, on the continent. It's just really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say that it was definitely a visual masterpiece. Like some of the songs, honestly, I don't remember. I mean, I, w- I don't even think I would listen to them outside of watching that. But um, it definitely was, like I said, it was definitely very pleasing on the eyes, if anything. I mean, I think I would. I mean, honestly, I think, you know, it's funny. I started to to mention this to both of y'all. It's hard to really, um, I think, get the meaning of a lot of what's happening if you don't have the closed captioning on. Oh, I yeah, listened. I didn't have it on. I, I did listen. Like, I, I got what she was doing. I guess for me, it was flawed messenger <laughs> um mm-hmm. in the sense of it was so much of it felt like for a while and sh- and this changed but at the beginning it felt like it was so much about her when there's like paintings of her on the wall 
and like every shot is like her and like the stars and she's like the celestial being and it's like there's some rock stars like prince where prince has a huge sense of humor about himself where all through sign of the times he's like chasing after cat and sheila e and they're kind of like laughing him off and it's like it's totally poking fun at his own image as like this lothario playboy whatever and that's it's just so much richer because prince is like a sense of, he knows who you think he is and he's gonna play with that image beyonce is like so i am it, it's almost like projecting this image of flawlessness that i just find not enjoyable to watch like it's just not mm -hmm. dramatically compelling where like if you're watching like madonna sometimes madonna's a and i got real tired of madonna don't get me wrong but there were times in Madonna's like peak when it was just like kind of a fascinating mess where you're like, this is an interesting human person or she's playing an interesting human person who has flaws and character. And I feel like Beyonce is like, has become such a like perfect being that she's no longer interesting to watch to me. Makes the, sense. The most interesting thing to me was the, the section, I think it's like the fifth song where Jay shows up and Jay plays it like perfectly because he shows up, he like rolls in like in the back of the car. He looks like he's like exhausted by the whole thing. He's just like very cool. And he tosses off this like perfect verse. And then just yeah, like, but, but see, the, the thing background. is, I've seen people who have the exact same criticism of him. If you just had a Beyonce. That he's like, too perfect. Yeah. Like, oh, here comes this. Oh, here he is talking about himself being a billionaire again. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know. It's. I try to just take some of the face value because if you if you try to marry everything that's happening with them beyond because the thing is he's not like an actual character in the story he's like a mythical figure because Simba's having a dream at that moment and Beyonce if you remember at the beginning is like almost like the, when if you go back and think about Lion King when you know she's not Rafiki necessarily in this moment but like there's like all this circle of life kind of stuff happening and she's a kind of embodiment embodiment of some sort of like supernatural yeah, thing. spiritual guide or something so that's why like she's the painting on the wall like she isn't real and neither is um jay-z in that moment simba's dreaming right. after he's run away from you know his, his uh village once mufasa you know as personified here um has has um passed away and scars told him to run He's dreaming about, you know, what it what it can be like to be, you know, like embracing your greatness and all this kind of stuff. I don't know, like, again, if, if you're doing like this real breakdown of what these things are supposed to mean, you can read them all kind of ways. And a lot of people, like you said, they, they're looking at who they are outside of this particular framing of Black is King. And they're like, I'm sick of looking at Jay-Z like this. Like, this guy sucks. He's always <laughs> talking about being a billionaire and rich and he's so perfect. Screw this guy. So it's you know. weird because I fucking love Jay Z and uh, what else? I mean, we we kind of we bring no, our biases but, to the table, you know. But I, mean? I I liked her in that section because that's the one where she seemed like she was having fun, and it seemed like like they have like you know crazy chemistry, obviously. And she like winks at the camera at one point, and she seems like she's kind of like poking fun at her image. It felt like this could actually be their house, like where she's yeah. like hanging out. It just felt like really real and authentic, and like the rest of it. Sometimes it feels like you're like looking at a beautiful museum exhibit. And that's art and it's beautiful art, but it's just not, it's kind of not what I want in music, I guess, if, if, that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I yeah, kind of like right. want like some like rock and roll, like in the sense of rebellion and um, sloppiness and messiness and 
it's like when you go to the circus, the fun is that something could go slightly wrong. And I don't mean like someone getting eaten by a lion. I just mean like, you know, they could drop the rings and everybody gasps or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what the last song was supposed to be uh, to some degree. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Well, you have all the different women together and, um, you know, and, and, you know, I think like, like two or three other women have verses on it and is it, um, in that white and black setting. That background. song is sickeningly good. It's so good. It's not brown skin girl, is it? No, 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 no. It's, it's the one it's near the very, that. very okay. end. Um, oh, that one. The black and white setting and Beyonce has a like uh, she's like doing choreography in red and her hair is doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, you oh, know, the, yeah. The, the again, there's so many things that you just are gonna miss if if because they're meant very specifically for black people. There's like all these these different like versions of paintings everybody mama had in their house <laughs> and all kind of stuff. Like it's it, it's it's like, really hard to explain. I like, it. I like seeing Beyonce with the grill for some reason too. Yeah, was, she she's I don't know. It, there's a lot of things she's doing that are just kind of goofy and, and um fun and, and Jay Z's weird Jay Z's hair. I, I would never do like that for like three years though. Yeah, I'm I'm saying I would never do that. But the fact that he's a billionaire with hair like that, I think that's that's something. It's something about this this feel of like being cultured but also hood at the same time that I respect. It's kind of like um we were talking about I was telling somebody no matter what happens in my life, no matter you know where I'm at in society, if back that ass up plays, I'm gonna <laughs> dance. If I hear <laughs> Represent for the nine nine and two thousand. I'm gonna looking dance. old at this point though. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> dance and I'm and I'm assuming whoever my wife is gonna start twerking. No matter what what the situation, you know, and that's what it made me think of. Well, at least like do, do the do the uh, I I don't even know what to call it, but the the um, the meme with, like, and gift that people had now of Michelle just doing a little bop with her hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it be something. It's gonna be something. Cause yeah. I can't dance, but I'm gonna do something if back that ass up plays, no matter where, you know. That's how you gonna get me. Um, when I, I when I worked I, at AP at one point in a Rockefeller Center, we were up on like the eighth floor and the ice rink, you could hear the songs outside sometimes. And mm -hmm. one night they played back that ass up like probably 12 times in a row. It was the best night ever. I mean, hey, that get the party. I get the party rocking right there, man. But like, and, and, and you know, it better not be at a holiday party. It's a, it's, a, it's a legit classic I just hate them times when I used to be at the club and I'd be talking to a girl at the bar and I just bought her a drink and everything and back that ass up plays and she leaves me in the drink to go to the dance floor it's like happening well, that's happening at least drink times drink, but corona is happening now and you can't no, do that no I'm saying back in the day I don't go to the clubs no more yeah. uh, oh, oh okay I've been stopped, I mean I've been stopped going to the clubs nah I, I know I know so I'm just I'm just joshing. I think like sometime last year I called myself going to a club with some friends and we were in line and I just got out and left. <laughs> <laughs> like I just got out and left just off the the fact that we were standing in line for too long. And then one no, of my so friends, yeah, I, don't, I don't do that. No. One of my friends, she from Memphis, right? And um, this girl tried to skip her in line, and so you know she kind of puffed her chest out on the girl, and they they got into it. And then the girl gonna tell her, um, "You too pretty to fight." And she was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> she gonna compliment her. She said, no, I'm not. And I'm like, oh, shit. I said, I, I'm like, I'm too old to be in this line. Yeah, and I'm too right. old to witness um, women fighting. It just, I just had flashbacks. So I just like, let me go, man. 
Yeah, I'm very I, I good. <laughs> I can't do that shit. I, I will, I'm, 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 even when I was young, my demeanor in, in, in the, you know, it just wasn't really the right setting for me ever, really. But I definitely feel like at this point, especially like in the winter, I'm too old to be standing outside doing that anyway. Mm. Like, actually, not too long ago, um, not long after we came back to Nashville, we met some folks and, you know, we were, enjoying each other's company and a couple of times like oh let's go out and like you know we tried to go bar hopping boy it's like we just could not get in anywhere and then dude, it was nashville. like dude well i mean nashville you know sometimes it was popping occasionally but like oh dude no nashville fucking goes off you have people like pouring out in the streets everywhere yeah but see this is the other thing too see we didn't since we didn't go out that often we were kind of not sure what the you know, sometimes people are like, oh, you got the wrong clothes on. Or you can't come in here with jeans or like, you know, this is wrong. Or then we get in the place. But it was like old people night. And yeah. it was just like stuff was just going wrong. We didn't know where we were going. <laughs> it was like three in the morning. I was like, this was a waste of time. I enjoy you all. I'm going home with my wife. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. I Oh, so I did kind of go to a club one time before that. And I got hit on like three times by women. And it it was the first, I, I guess since it's been so long since I've been to a club or whatever, and I just realized that women have a weird way of, like, hitting on you. That's a humble flex. Or what was it they called? No, humble brag, humble flex. Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm, oh not, my God, I'm not that's, trying to humble brag because I, I messed them up each time because I was so awkward by the fact that they approached me first, you know? Um, you should just let them do the talk and see it. I mean, like, one time this girl just said, she was like, are you lost? And and then just started talking to me because at first I thought she legit thought I was lost because I was like, damn, I probably I probably do look confused as hell <laughs> right now. But uh, Ooh, man, that's yeah. all right. Hey, you well, you probably ain't going back, but you know you can nah, write a letter to your, to your past self. Yeah, yeah. Or send just, send them this episode. Exactly. I was never just, good just, at it because of the noise. Like I couldn't hear anything anybody said, and I was also way too thinking it out. Yeah, if you think it out too much, you know, mess you up. But um, but I, I guess this is a good I get a good place to start if it stop if any. I mean, I start we finish off. So you guys got any closing thoughts or? I'll just, I'll just apologize now for anything I've said that offends anyone in the Bayhive. Um, yeah, they they coming for you. <laughs> well, look, I, I, it's not like I, I didn't have time to like dive into the the you know real video analysis but i mean look I, I think it's really solid if if you're interested in her work you'll really enjoy this if you're not used to her stuff you know give it a shot you never know um i definitely recommend having closed caption on though because there are even like moments where like they're not saying um you know the lyrics are not in english and they are translating them for you which helps too um a lot of cool stuff there though um anyway it's worth the watch uh, give it a shot if you're even halfway interested. I, I think it'll be worth your time. Cool. Um, See you next week when we'll be talking about Robert Pattinson as Batman. <laughs> All right. Peace. See you.